Hi, Saji. Hey, Susan. <laughs> How's it going? We did it. We did it. All right. It. So, session two. Oh, it's only two? Feels only like two. a lot more. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. So, um, we're, we're trying to be brief. So, we'll be brief with, uh, with the idea that our audience is listening in the car as they're driving to work. And they're going to have their student join them in clinic. So... I can't believe that. I can't believe it. What a time. Well, Saji, what's going on in clinical skills? We got through vital signs and we did H-E-E-N-T. All right. Well, it's not a coincidence that this time around for the students, the focus will be also on uh, vital signs and general appearance, H-E-N-T, and also um, some skills around story. Um, so how'd it go? How'd the students do? Oh, it was a pleasure to see them in person. You know, in Zoom world, it's really hard to tell. But the funny thing is, you know, you need the full face to recognize and remember a name. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so they came. Was... Yeah, they came with a mask on, obviously. Yeah. And uh, goggles when they did the SP encounter gloves. Okay. They know all the right things to wear PPE wise. Nice. Uh, that's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, it takes a second to figure out blue mask from blue mask. Sure uh, does. And it's hard to hard to read the eyes. What are the hard eyes? Hard to read Kelly? the eyes. So this is yeah. my, our next project is to get goggles, you know, yes. that yeah. has eye recognition. <laughs> yes. Sounds good. So just a word to the preceptors. Listen, if you're stu if this is the, like the first time ever that you're meeting a student and you know, like you're a JPS provider, you did a virtual meeting. Yes. But if you've had no contact with your student, that's wrong. Um, you know, I, I just found out recently there was one student preceptor pair who did not connect. So, um, you know, each session is mandatory. If you did not connect in October, then um, the student needs to make up that session. So um, please let me know if uh, you're not connecting with your student. Well, what are the session objectives for this session? Saji, number one. Number one, demonstrate the ability to measure and document blood pressure, pulse, respiratory rate, height, weight, and temperature and review the vital graph. Great. So vital signs are going to do some vital signs. Number two, demonstrate the ability to perform a complete HENT exam and discuss the review of systems for HENT concerns. Number three, document complete history as well as vital signs and general impression in a clinical note per site protocol. Great. And number four, explain the complete history, vital signs, initial impression, and H-E-N-T findings to the preceptor as oral case presentation for at least one patient in the session. So, you know, there's, there's a ton you could do in the session, especially if you're a JPS preceptor. This will really be the first time that the student is coming to clinic in person with you. You know, and I understand um, if you don't get to all of this stuff, no worries. You know, there will, that's the wonder of a longitudinal experience is that there will be plenty of opportunities um, to return to objectives that you just don't get to. So hopefully, though, in this session, um, you are kind of thinking about and, or helping the student to think about how they organize information. Um, 
you are also um, um, hearing the story from the student um, in oral presentation, and then um, you are writing a note. So if the student does not have access to your EMR for whatever reason, I, I think it's a-okay, you know, for them to sit down perhaps while you're doing a telehealth encounter, you know, to have them write down uh, or practice writing a, a subjective, objective kind of note, a SOAP note, um, while you're knocking out a couple telehealth encounters or, you know, you're seeing some patients to get caught up. But we definitely, um, by this session, want them to present and to document. Have they done any of that in clinical skills, Saji? They did. They, they actually documented a, a full HMP. They also did an oral presentation with HENT. So uh, now, you know, obviously their learning is the first time they ever did it. So there's a lot of uh, things they can improve on. Sure. Uh, but they've done it. They've right. gone through the task. So, yeah, it would be great for them to practice, practice, practice in clinic. Yes. So, and, you know, we had talked about this kind of one-minute learner um, huddle. And so hopefully, um, you know, when uh, the preceptor and the students sit down before the session begins, talk about goals, things they're going to focus on, look over the objectives and skills of AL, um, then they can also talk about, you guys can talk about how would you like the student to present in the room with the patient, out of the room, um, and then your preference also for those notes. Um, so hopefully some pre-session huddle will happen, which brings me to skills eval. So um, uh, if skills eval is kind of a foreign term, you've never heard that before, um, please let me know. I'd be happy to to help uh, coach you through that. Um, in the newsletter email that I'll be sending soon, there's also a video that kind of walks you through the clicks and, and the process for skills eval. But this is essentially um, a huddle tool, a communication tool, it helps you to goal set with the students. And then at the end, when you debrief, you can record um, your impressions, um, um, basically using really you're, you're rating them using an entrustment scale. So if you did everything and they were just a passive observer, which we don't want at all, but um, then that's really not done or, or not observed. Um, if you really had to coach them play by play through a skill or, or a topic of discussion, um, then that's, I think needs improvement. Um, if you were there just providing a little bit of minor correction, but the student could basically do an HENT exam or, you know, Saji, hi. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? I think we're starting over. <laughs> no, I think what we could do is I think we know where we left off. So sorry, uh, folks, we're going to join these two sessions together, but I know where we're were talking we? about set and oh. uh, you're giving the objectives there and how, how you're making that connection. That's where yes. we left Okay, the skills of Al. Um, yeah. So last year, lots of people like I, I was pretty much most, you know, I think only one at the end, ultimately only one preceptor just, you know, wasn't able to engage. But, but um, we're hopeful that this year, everybody can do it. So if you're having a problem and and it's really um, all you have to do is look out for the text the text will come to you um, and you just uh, push the link and then you'll see the objectives and then go from there so do you think that covers it Saji it does it <laughs> okay does. my yeah, mind we'll is somewhere else our our podcast got <laughs> interrupted by a phone call and we're doing this podcast on the phone call on the phone so technology for you 
yeah technology it's just great like it's great lot and dr whitney's in a house <laughs> and has a thousand things going on but yeah. you know what as long as the message is passed through right exactly exactly so um i guess a couple more things um that you'll see in the newsletter saji and i were talking about this but uh, you know, I've been thinking a lot about clinical teaching, how to be an effective clinical teacher. And I um, I had the chance to do this faculty development CME virtually. It's the Harvard Medical School Principles of Med Ed. Maybe some of you have already done it. But if you haven't, um, I think, you know, one one okay thing about COVID, if you can say such a thing, is just the ability to access some of these CMEs that otherwise you'd have to get on a plane and travel. So I'd always... When I was living in Boston, I wanted to get this course, but um, but now it takes me living in Texas and COVID to actually do it. So there's an article about kind of um, feedback styles, and um, and we were talking about what is our feedback style. So in the newsletter, you'll see this article. Um, I hope someday when we can get together and have maybe a real faculty development time, we can talk about that because I think knowing your feedback style um, can help you deliver more effective feedback at the bedside. And then we'll have to invite uh, Karim back and we'll talk about his, um, this is a controversial term, but essentially pimping article. Um, we talked about it last year and I think um, we can always kind of talk about, is there really a role for this anymore um, in medical education? So look out for that in the faculty development corner. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, this will be so fun to to talk, and also, like you said, in the group discussion, just to see yeah. because there's like we talked about, right? So many stages of being a teacher. Yes. Um, you're a novice to experienced, but every stage is beneficial to the student. Right. Yes. That's kind of like the article um, epiphany is that there's not one that's really all that much better than the other. It's just that your style will change through yes. repetition. So and, and how do we learn by teaching? Like we I think as a physician, as a provider, we are naturally in the position. We, we may not all be natural teachers. Right. I, I think that that's that's probably a skill but we're all in the position to teach we're teaching our patients all the time now we have students we're teaching students but uh, how many of us really got any actual instruction in teaching no i don't think many right so we learned we learned to teach by teaching so um i think it can be cool and we can slow down and actually get really deliberate about those skills and how to how to how to improve so right yeah. right yeah we don't have to stay the same way we we can yeah. improve or you know learn something new um yeah that's also part of teaching is to learn yeah uh, like so. I love last year Saj around this time we were talking about um because uh you know the student was showing up and you had talked about really trying to understand at what stage is your learner, you brought up the, the classic O-Rhyme model. Like, is your student observer, is your student reporter, interpreter, manager? And so um, I think this kind of lends itself to that idea of um, progressing as a teacher. I think a lot of times we just are there, the student joins us, we try to impart some stuff to them, hope they got something out of it and move on to our busy day. But then that next step that you talked about last year, well, you know, really, I think one of the first steps is trying to understand where your student is. Well, 
They are potentially observers, but we want them to get them quick into the reporter mode, right? And then now we got to think about, well, how are we how are we giving them feedback? Are we are we just uh, you know, positively pleasantly cheerleading for them? And is that developmentally helpful? Are we coaching them? And what are the real characteristics of coaching? So hopefully that article kind of helps others think about that. It surely helped me think about it. So, yeah. You know, before I forget, one thing yeah. just for our preceptors to know is that though we did H-E-E-N-T, they have not learned H-E-N-T in the basic sciences yet. Oh, that's good so, to know. So they know the basics of maneuvers, but they may okay. not understand the why. Okay. Um, and so that might be something that you can help them connect. Um, they don't, may not even know the correct anatomy. So, okay. so that's still in the future for them to learn, but then it's important for them to understand the, the task it takes and why they're doing it. I, I think that should be something that I think all our preceptors uh, would be happy to share. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. They did do an anatomy boot camp, Saji. They, they just did that. Did. So maybe, did they? I wonder how much. Well, yeah. that's a good question to ask your student. How much H-E-N-T stuff did you do? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I know when we taught H-E-N-T last week, they hadn't done the anatomy for it. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think with all the cutting and splicing, that mid-thing <laughs> interruption, hopefully this is like 15 minutes. And um, yeah. uh, coming up, there will be um, a LAC kickoff event in December. Um, I think that if you're a preceptor who is also having a phase two learner, I think it'd be definitely worth your time to tune in to either December 2nd or December 3rd offering. It's going to be about an hour long, and I think a lot of information about what to expect for the phase two learner. I think that if you just have a phase one student, I'm not sure that you're going to get much out of that one hour session because it'll be mostly directed toward phase two. But just know, um, I dream of the day when we can all gather and eat snacks and drink coffee and talk. But uh, but maybe we'll have some sort of virtual conference where we where we do a lot of breakout rooms. <laughs> I don't know. But faculty development is coming in the future, um, hopefully um, in better times. Yeah, agree. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we got through this whole thing. We didn't do the disclaimer. I think by now everybody knows, you know, our yeah. views and opinions, our own. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Thank right. you so much. Yeah. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Bye. Bye.